Hey ladies, I'm curious, do you fast? About eight to 10 years ago, I watched a documentary about the health benefits of fasting and I started to dip my toes into intermittent fasting, but it wasn't until 2023 that I became super intentional about fasting and I'm loving the results. Each month in my Vibrant Living Academy, I run a guided fast in the midlife midlife reboot program called fasting and fat release because the benefits of fasting are too good not to share. Imagine learning how to fast with your cycle or the moon if you are postmenopausal and reaping these benefits, fat and weight loss, improved blood sugar control, improved heart health, improved brain function and cancer and disease prevention. So why would I not become more intentional about fasting and share it with my community? Because that's what I do. Each month we do an intentional fast of varying lengths, plus discuss how nutrition and exercise can compound the results we are wanting to achieve. For example, one month in a fast, we will focus on improving our gut health. Then another month we'll focus on improving brain health. And another month is about balancing your blood sugars and so on and so on. There are so many variety of fasts that we can do to really help our body that each month is different um, in regards to the length of the past and the benefits that you achieve. And it's so much fun to fast as a community and to be guided and get your questions asked so that you know what you are doing. The women in my Midlife Reboot program have absolutely loved this fasting and fat release adventure and they have discovered so much about themselves and also feel the benefits of increased mental clarity, less bloating and gut pain, their pants and clothes are feeling looser, their moods are more balanced, they're not experiencing that hangry anymore and they're also becoming more conscientious of the food that they are choosing to eat when they're in their eating window. As many of you have heard, you may or may not have heard, but most of us, unfortunately, I believe it's around 92% of the population, we are metabolically inflexible, which means in very simple terms that we're really not that healthy. So when we fast, we can actually increase our metabolic health by reducing inflammation and oxidative stress in our body, which means that we are helping ourselves prevent chronic diseases, including cardiovascular disease, cancer, diabetes, and other um, and neurological disorders. And this to me is why I will continue to fast and continue to teach fasting and do a community-based fast every month with tons of support. And we have so much fun. If this is something that you're curious about, by all means, I'd love for you to join us in the fasting and fat release program, which is part of my midlife reboot program. And you can do this by checking out my website, which is vibrantlivingwithtanya.com, or send me an email at tanya at moveyourbody.ca and we can have a chat. I look forward to having you on this journey to vibrant health. Hello, my lovely ladies. You're listening to this at the beginning part of the year, but honestly, this message, it doesn't matter what time of year, what time of week, what time of day, it is so important to listen to. Change always begins from the place of self-awareness. And what you what you don't what you're not aware of, you cannot change. 
right? So today I want to pop in and talk about how many, many times we really, 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 really want to change and then we sabotage ourselves. And why do we do this? And our ego plays a very big part. So as I mentioned, change always begins from the place of self-awareness. So it is crucial to understand the cycle as it operates in ourselves. Then it's important to acknowledge its reality instead of denying it and then own its impact on our daily behaviors. And once you have this sense of self-awareness, this acknowledgement, this ownership, it will be much easier to see the outcome that this self-sabotage cycle creates in our lives. All right, so today we're just gonna chat about one part of this. Obviously, in my Vibrant Living Academy, one of my programs I offer is called Midlife Reboot, and we jump in and we talk more about this on a deeper level, on a um, you know weekly level. We dig in, we work through this, we practice, because so many times we go, yeah, 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 I know what to do, but we're not doing it. And when you're working with community and you have a mentor and a coach, you start to do the work. And we make it fun. Um, so I'm going to take a little snippet of something that we would work on. All right. So we're going to talk about one part of the cycle, which we can call emotional hijacking. Okay. So, so many women, when they come to me, um, and even just a lot of women I talk to, they're always like, Tony, just give me the meal plan. Just, just tell me what, um, I need to eat. Um, and this is so not about controlling food. That is like such surface layer, all right? So whether your goal is to lose weight, get healthier, I know so many of my clients have been on diets, they've been, you know, trying to figure out exactly what food to eat, but, and they self-sabotage themselves, right? Because it's not just about following a meal plan, trust me, so many of them come back <laughs> and say, okay, okay, I've had enough, I want to get to the root cause, I'm so tired of this. Um, and we really dig into why are we eating or drinking when we're not hungry? Why do we just eat and drink or do an unhealthy behavior like not exercising when we said we would or, um, you know, doing a self-care practice? And how can we move through this? What skills do we need? And then we practice it. So this is what we do in our, in our you know, Vibrant Living Academy and um, this is the key to freeing ourselves from this diet culture and that thinking that food is the only problem, all right? So I know it can be challenging to look at these other issues. When I finally decided, you know, in my mid-30s, okay, enough, enough of trying to find that quick fix, that magic pill to help me, you know, get through eating too much sugar or using food as uh, to soothe me emotionally. Um, I, it is it is somewhat challenging, but I cannot tell you also how liberating and beneficial it is on so many levels when you're just ready to do this deeper work. And, you know, I really refer to this as peeling the layers of the onion. So it's not like you have to cut the onion in half and go dead into the center. You just gradually peel back, gradually peel back, gradually peel back. All right, so let's just do a first little mini lesson on what is our ego. And I think this is one of the, mm, my gosh, golden nuggets that really, 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 really helped me. So our ego protects us. 
but it also limits us, okay? When we don't get the results we want, we tend to look for something to blame. It's so easy to blame. Okay, we blame other people, our social situations, bad luck, our education, our skill levels, any external element will do. However, in reality though, um, it's often us, right? It's, it's you and me, <laughs> it's ourselves that is the obstacle, okay? And taking ownership of that is so powerful. So your ego is what you think you are. It's all the labels you've used to identify yourself, either because they've been assigned to you from outside or because you've imposed them on yourself. So just think about who are you? Your ego is the impulse, I love this, that leads you to act from fear and not from love. For instance, when you react defensively and automatically, which is something I am really working on not being so defensive, um, when you limit or cower yourself from an opportunity or when you accept something with which you don't agree, it's your ego that's motivating you. In fact, in these cases, you don't act to win, but to avoid losing. And we've talked about this a lot in this podcast. Your ego is working to keep you safe and it would rather keep you in pain than liberate you from this pain to to do something new because it knows this pain, right? It keeps you here. It keeps you stuck. So your ego is the mask that you wear when you go out into the world and it's the one you've built as a result of your childhood wounds and past experiences in order to survive. Oh my goodness. I hope you can feel this resonating through you. And again, it just reinforces the fact that there is nothing wrong with you. Okay. So like I said, for many years, I've rebraided myself, lots of self-hatred. And I was just like, what is the matter with me? And now that I understand my ego is there to protect me, I can start to ask questions. So a journaling prompt would be, what is my ego protecting me from? Okay, so I, of course, in my, you know, programs, we would start to unwind all of this, and then we would offer each other support and guidance, and really pour some love in and just let that release, and then we move on. So by all means, if you are thinking about, you know what, I am tired of doing this work on my own, I really like a supportive group of ladies to work with, by all means, email me, tanya at moveyourbody.ca, and let's chat. Let's get you out of this because listen, you want to, maybe you don't think you're ready. Okay. And we can talk about that later, but I hope that by listening to this today, you can see that part of you is ready, but you can feel that ego keeping you stuck. All right. So your ego, it builds walls around you and the ego isolates you from others and prevents you from connecting emotionally. So this is, you know, I have people who will call me up, they're gung-ho, and then they're like, I just, I, I'm scared. I don't, I, you can just start to feel, and I can see the ego taking over, right? And it, it, it's, it's preventing you from connecting emotionally because what if something goes wrong? What if it doesn't work out this time, right? And you become vulnerable. 
which means we think that we're weak. I should be able to do this on my own. So it forces us to build up these walls around ourselves that prevent us from building deep and meaningful relationships with others in a community that can lift us up and even ourselves. And I absolutely did this to protect myself from um, being hurt, rejected and abandoned, which stemmed from my parents' divorce. So as a child, um, many of you know, I talk about my parents went through a, a separation just, you know, before it was, you know, the thing to do. Um, this was in the early to mid eighties. Uh, and it was very traumatizing for me and it stuck in my body and has made me for years not be able to deal with, um, you know, between the ages of, you know, four, uh, 13, 14 to about 35, when I didn't understand all the things I understand now, I would use food to protect me because I didn't know how to lean into that feeling. And I was afraid of being rejected. I was afraid of being criticized. I was afraid of abandonment. And I built these walls around my heart and around myself to protect me, but I didn't get it. I didn't know that this was happening. So every time I tried to put myself out there, I retracted because I'm like, oh my God, what happens if they leave me? I can't bear to feel that pain again of how I felt when my parents got separated and my parents separation had nothing to do with me, you know, but I took it in a certain way that impacted me and, you know, elevated my emotional eating, my eating disorders for years after that, because I didn't have these skills that I'm sharing with you. I didn't understand how my ego was protecting me. Um, so really sit in that for a moment and ask yourself some questions. Do you feel yourself emotionally withdrawing? Do you have trouble connecting with other people? Can you feel the walls you're putting around yourself? And so much of this is subconscious that it's really, again, that self-awareness that if you don't see the patterns, because we, we don't see the patterns in ourselves sometimes. So this is when you know, lean on a great friend or your spouse and ask them what, like, you know, when I just did this with a girlfriend of mine and I said, I'm working on my inner child, my shadow, and I really need you to be honest with me. What are some of the things that I could do to improve? Like, what am I not aware of? And she actually even mentioned how I pull back from people and um shout out to all my high school friends because i really pulled back then <laughs> and i still do it a little bit now but i understand why i'm doing it on a deeper level so asking other people is really important so your ego also prevents you from setting boundaries and i see this with so many people because they are like a um, people pleaser right so your ego isn't just about pride vanity or false self-esteem it also kind of manifests itself in this form of submission. If you have difficulty setting boundaries, right? You're acting from fear, the fear of being rejected. What if they don't like me? I have to people please so that they love me, right? And that's because you have the idea that your role is to please others and to earn their affection and a place in their life, right? But what, what happens is, when you get rid of this unnecessary defense mechanism, you begin to conjure up your right to say no, your right to set boundaries. So one of my clients that I worked with many, many years ago, 
you know, she really, really wanted to change her habits. And she's just like, Tanya, I just don't have the time. I don't have the time. That was always her excuse. That was kind of like a protection for her because she didn't want to necessarily dive into time with herself because she didn't know what to do. She didn't know emotionally how, how to respond. And so she was always like, if her friends called, her family called, she was always there for them and she would drop whatever she was doing. Then we started to look at her calendar and we started to plug in uh, what she had to do for kids, right? Driving them to sports, whatever your role is as a mother, her work. And we started to build in self-care time and how did that feel? And it was this whole process of her learning how to set boundaries. And when you come from a, a place of feeling safe as opposed to threatened, weight started to come off of her because as I mentioned, a lot of people come to me in regards to lose weight. Your body only will release weight most of the time when your nervous system feels safe. Okay. And again, this is something that was really interesting to understand. Your body will lose it when it's ready, not on your timeline necessarily, but that's why doing this deeper work is really important. Okay, so your ego keeps you stuck. Your ego works at full capacity, everybody, full capacity when you have the opportunity to take a leap forward. So you're ready to do this leap forward. You grind it out. You think you have to do it on your own. And then you, you know, I'm taping this on December 31st. You'll hear this podcast shortly. But, you know, I've been working in the health and fitness space for 30 years and people gung-ho, highly motivated. And then three weeks later, their old habits start creeping in. They're completely exhausted. Their ego starts to take over. Told you you couldn't do it. You're such a loser. How did you think that this would work? Right? So one of the things that we work on in my, my membership, my academy, is what would your unmotivated self do? That's where you want to start. That's where you want to start. Okay. And that starts with simple shifts and simple shifts um, help you to leap forward. It doesn't have to be a leap off the cliff. It can be little leaps forward. So whether you're abandoning a, a damaging relationship, like you've had enough, it's time to cut the ties, or you finally want to do some healthy behaviors, you've been really wanting to change them for years, maybe you want to look at your money situation, whatever it is, your mind bombards you with devaluing messages. Messages like you can't, you're not worth it, you won't get it, don't risk it, you'll lose everything. And it's at this point that you must start to recognize, um, is it my ego? Where is this coming from? Okay. And you have to be firm and you have to distance yourself from this inner voice and trust in your potential. And I believe in you. I believe in you. And trust me, um, we all have an ego, right? And so I have things where I have to look at myself and I will lean on my friends and a coach to help pull me up. Um, so it's, it's really just important that you understand this at a matter, as a matter of fact, right? Your ego seeks, we've talked about this to keep you safe, but not to make you happy. Your ego seeks to keep you safe. Remember, it would rather you stay exact. You ate the chips last night, eat the chips again today. You drank yesterday or you drank last weekend, drink again next weekend, um, you had cookies after lunch yesterday, have them again. 
you were defensive, whatever that behavior is, your ego wants to keep you safe and protected. Not necessarily happy because I don't know any person who eats a whole bag of chips and then is like jumping for joy. They're like, why did I do that again? And they start, you know, shiting on themselves. Okay. So it is your decision really and truly take ownership of this, whether you choose to confront it and risk living or settling for simply continuing to survive. It is your choice. And if you are ready for help, reach out to me. And if it's not me, reach out to somebody else, but I'd love to have you in our community and let's work through this together. I do private coaching and um, also we do community work uh, with group coaching calls. Okay, there are lots more points about the ego, but I'm just gonna talk about one more. It brings out the worst version of you, okay? It, um, it brings out prejudice and envy and the tendency to criticize um, our manifestations right? And so your ego is manifesting this, right? And they arise from the fear of what's different, okay? From an internal sensation of lack and incapacity. Oh, so when you start to act out of self-love and self-confidence, you don't experience a lot of prejudice and envy and criticism of others or yourself because you're coming from self-love and self-confidence, Okay. And those are much more inspiring than, um, being a meanie, 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 meanie to yourself. The ego is present in all of us, as I mentioned before, and our goal is not to deny its existence or even try to get rid of it. In fact, you know what, in our membership, this is another, you know, little trick we play. It is noticing when your ego is popping up and many of us name it. So I'll just call mine Sally for the moment here. And we we're like, oh my gosh, there's Sally talking. She's trying to derail my progress. And I say, thank you, Sally, for telling me these points. I understand that you're trying to keep me safe, but I'm driving this bus. If you wouldn't mind, please go to the back of the bus. I am driving this bus. And when you can really start to separate your ego from what you desire, again, that's just another really key point um, to help you move forward. You are not your ego. It is not always to be controlling you. So um, when you learn to detect its voice and its commands, you become free either to listen to them or choose to take another path. And that is empowering, absolutely empowering. So let's break down why, um, why we do what we do. What can I do about it with this insight? and how to let go of the cycle that's keeping us stuck in habits that are no longer serving us. This is way deeper than dieting. As I mentioned, if you are into quick fixes, then by all means, don't listen to me, okay? <laughs> because they don't work. Uh, they're a waste of money. They're a waste of your time. And I want people that are ready to step into doing the deeper work. And this is the first pillar we start about, uh, we talk about in the Midlife Reboot is the journey of awareness change always begins from the place of self-awareness we must start to look at our behaviors and take ownership for for for, for them so understanding our self-sabotage cycle begins with acknowledging that we all have a shadow self we have a dark self and i have been working on my inner child and my shadow self for a while okay and our it consistently is telling us 
that we don't have value, we are not good enough, we are not worthy enough, enough, we are unlovable, our shadow is triggered by other people. And this is why I say when people, events, things trigger you, thank them for shining a light on uh, what you need to work on. Okay, again, humbling, very humbling. So pay attention, here's something to journal, journal prompt, pay attention to when you're being triggered. Is it a thought, event, and a person, a place? What is it? Okay, what is triggering you? So when this trigger happens, there's a deep emotional discomfort. This just happened to me over the holidays and it's triggered. Okay. So you feel this emotional discomfort. Now you may not even realize it if you don't have this level level of awareness. And what you might do is you immediately might start to get, go get a drink, eat, get angry, act like a child, get defensive, smoke. You might do something and it's typically unhealthy behaviors. Okay. Most of us are like, there's some things definitely we may go exercise. We may do some breath work. We may go into some meditation. Those are all positive things, but I'm really trying to focus today on the, the, the unhealthy behaviors that you're, you're ready to move out of like that next layer. So our, our subconscious self, remember, we have no idea what's happening in that subconscious. This is coming from years and years and years of, of things that have happened to us. We'll put up the walls, the self-protection and our subconscious self has a difficult time dealing with the thoughts of not being good enough. Remember, this does not need to be sound rational because there's so many times I'm like, I'm so tired of acting this way. Subconscious, what are you trying to tell me? And that's a whole other thing that we talk about in our academy that I'm, I'm not going to get into here, but really do that subconscious work. I've done a, a couple of great interviews um, about that. So our subconscious self has a difficult time dealing with the thoughts of not being good enough. So we go into emotional distress and an emotional cycle of disappointment, frustration, fear, anxiety, shame, guilt, and anger. Sadness is often triggered. And this is what we can call emotional hijacking. And this emotional discomfort is a very painful experience. And you may even start to feel it in your body if you tap in enough. And this goes back to my PBA technique that I've been talking about for years. Pause, breathe, and ask yourself questions. Okay? So again, you're trying to put some space between the unhealthy behavior and your next action. So unfortunately, like I said, you're trying to escape this, this, this horrible feeling, this, this discomfort in your body. And you typically turn to quick fix solutions to resolve this emotional discomfort. And they're typically unhealthy coping and medicating strategies. So think of your response to the questions I asked above, right? When you are triggered, what do you normally do? Just pay attention to that. And unfortunately, in our society, we see a lot of addiction problems just because that's been such an ingrained um, I feel uncomfortable. I smoke. I feel uncomfortable. I drink. I feel uncomfortable. I eat. I feel uncomfortable. I shut down in my work. Okay. And so it's time if you are ready to pull yourself out of this because I was there. Okay. This is why I had eat, like eating binges that were insane for decades because I was soothing and protecting myself because I didn't have the skills to deal what I was going through. And I kept focusing on food and food is not the problem. Okay. Food is a distraction from getting to this next layer.
So ask yourself some journaling prompts here. What makes my ego get triggered easily? Who, what, where, when, how? What would it feel like to live more in my power? Is Does this feel scary? Start to hear that voice between your ego and what you really desire. Are you even having a hard time claiming what you desire because you don't even think you're worthy, right? So the real you hidden beneath all these layers you have put on wants to reveal itself, but the ego likes to maintain control at all times. It can't stand to give up its power over you. And sadly, many people never move beyond the ego's domain in their lifetime, right? So if you have ever felt like you're in a constant war, a struggle with your own mind, your ego might feel threatened by your higher self. Oh, how's that resonating with everybody? How is that resonating with you? Okay, so I'm just going to finish with eight quick points here. We'll wrap it up. There's so much more we could talk to about this. So many more layers of the onion we can peel. And like I said, if you're ready to do this deeper work and you feel scared doing it, that is a sign that it's yes, yes, you want to do it. Okay, so again, like I said, reach out to me, ask me about my programs in Vibrant Living Academy. I have so many programs inside that can be a benefit. And again, if you want to do the, the personal coaching that's available or the, um, the coaching calls that I have with my group. So just focus on this for a minute. Have you become self-destructive? Are you, you know, doing unhealthy habits that are not serving you anymore? The ego comes from a place of darkness. Okay. And to tame it, it is one of the most difficult tasks a human will face in your lifetime. It fears giving up control and it wants to keep you in a low vibrational state, okay, of anger and fear and guilt and shame. I've done so many episodes on this. Um, you feel overly self-conscious around others. All right. I'm running out of time. I'm on a timer today, so uh, I'm not going to jump into that one, but you feel yourself complaining often, okay? Um, if you see the, the, your life as a glass half empty, um, you, you know, you're, you're, you're getting stuck in this ego. You point out the negatives in your life before the positives. You're like a negative Nancy, right? And this really affects our consciousness and what we do on a daily basis. And it's sneaky and it's undetected, right? So really notice how negative you are, how critical you are. Um, you have fights and arguments um, frequently between yourself, like in your mind back and forth, and others. The ego doesn't enjoy being wrong, and it gets wounded easily. And if you constantly have to get the last word in and you can't stand, um, you know, stand up to, to be right, your ego is definitely trying to interfere with your life. Um, if you're judging others harshly, Okay, so notice, are you judging how you see yourself? You will see others. So if you want to start noticing the good in people, you must first realize the positive things about yourself. You find it hard to listen to others without wanting to, to interrupt. So when the ego rules, it doesn't know how to meet others halfway. It's working on my time, my way or the highway approach. All righty. And then lastly, you're, you, you seek revenge. 
when others hurt you. The ego needs to get even when it feels pain. So what does it do? It tries to destroy other people. So it survives by tearing you down and tearing others down um, to stay alive. And oh my gosh, the ego feeds pain and destruction, but that doesn't mean it is necessarily bad. You just must learn how to use it in a good way, right? Be the superhero and step into um, some of the journal prompts I asked you to, uh, or um, you know, put out there for you today and really start to notice when is my ego driving the bus? When am I driving the bus? What do I want? And I'm telling you, this is such an invaluable skill to dig into. So from my heart, thank you very much for listening. And if you could do me a big favor, so many of us need this light, these skills, these um, conversations. If you could please subscribe to my podcast, it helps other women find it. If you would just share this with one of your friends today or a family member, that would be fantastic. I'm wrapping you in lots of love. And if you would like to join me on the inside in Vibrant Living Academy, please see the show notes of how to chat with me. And I'm embracing you all with love and happiness in wherever you are on your journey. You are meant to do amazing things in your life. Okay. There is nothing wrong with you, right? Your ego has just been protecting you. And now are you ready to take off the cape or start driving your own bus? Love you.